What's the haps, coconut heads? Welcome to our podcast, where we talk story about culture, creativity, self-care, and our quirky obsessions. Informing, empowering, and entertaining with humor. You're welcome. I'm your host, Jade Fox. And I'm G. Sit back, unwind, and join us in our conversation. Hello, welcome to the Coconut Connection. I'm your host, G. I don't have anything clever to say. <laughs> That's because you always have it something It feels like this is my first say. podcast. So. And this is Jade, and I'm doing my best to live my life to the fullest. Yes. You know what? I will just say that. Uh, my name is G, and I'm the co-host of the Coconut <laughs> Connection, and I am doing my best. That's She's it. always doing her best <laughs> and the most because the I do shit. And the most. I do crap here, people. You know this from listening to our podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So let's start with high and low okay. just to warm ourselves up. Um, I'll start. My high... Um, Gosh, it's been like months since we've 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 had a um, podcast, but I will say, (laughs) I know I will say that my high recently has been I've been taking this um, art course called shamanic art healing through shamanic art. And that was my high. Like it ended last Saturday. It was 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it was such. It, it, it was a long time, but it didn't feel like it because I was so engaged and invested. And basically, we kind of talked about what we learned about ourselves through this course. And, amazing. But we expressed ourselves through the artwork that we either made or we decided to, to present. So um, I guess what I'm saying is like I learned a lot about myself because, I mean, there's not enough time to talk about all the things that we learned in this class. But to summarize, I would say what I learned about myself is that I do have power, not powers, but I do have uh, qualities that that I should be using or and are using. So I, it was actually a big validation, a big, huge validation of, of how I see myself. And um, also... It was just a great way to just be with myself and think about my mental health and and what because a lot of things was just thinking about when you do art sometimes things come up in your head and most of the time it's just like like fear and set uncertainty and doubt in yourself when it's just art like it's just whatever you're doing and I think we just put too much on the outcome and when I say we me. I put too much on the outcome rather than the process. So that's that's something that I will like, stay with me. And then, of course, the relationships that were, you know, were built. Like there was um, a small group of people, very intimate, but like people that I haven't met in person. And uh, somehow we were connected somehow. Like at the end of the course, we it was something like I felt like it was meant to be. And so that was that was my high experience. That is awesome. Like I can't like when you talked about it, I thought how wonderful is that to like draw and like pull on that, you know, mm-hmm. that energy and because you love art, right? Yeah. Or any sort of creative thing. And I thought what an interesting class. Like I never heard of something like that. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't a class where like a critique like um it was like more of like you know, spiritual, you know, your social emotional mm-hmm intelligence and really tapping into like what is that 
like what is what is it saying about your yourself right now and what can you learn about that so uh, we did a lot of other things but you know that's generally my takeaway from that but it's very unique class what a it's beautiful not it's experience. not a, we did learn technique like certain techniques and stuff but not it wasn't heavy on that and it wasn't like did you do this right or you know you could have done this better it was just more like just sharing like how how what would it be like to be in a community where you just shared and people never criticized it like that wasn't the place for it like a safe space it was yeah like it was a, a safe, safe space, space. It, an encouraging place and yeah it was like you didn't even have to judge like do i like it do i yeah. not like it what don't i like about it like that's a different type of uh, class so I'm so um, glad yeah. you got that experience. Mm-hmm. That sounded like it was very positive for you. It was very positive I'm and happy. it's like like I would like it to continue somehow. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like we had that and, and I'm dating myself. We had that kind of breakfast club Aww. like moment. <laughs> like like don't you forget about me moment. <laughs> and I was like, This is it. This is it. Like we're not gonna <laughs> see each other anymore. We're not gonna see each other anymore. <laughs> Which they are remaking, by the way. <gasps> They're remaking. I don't know how I feel about remake. I think they're going to make it diverse. Yeah, so. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting how they how they spin it. I know that my daughter hates remakes because she loves holding on to thoughts of the original thing. So, because sometimes remakes are like meh. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, when you talk about remakes and people don't like them, it's like it's it's like saying our age. I tell I tell Johnny all the time, like yeah, because you're old. <laughs> Because my dad used to say the exact same thing about music. He's like, oh, yeah, we did that in the 50s. And it would, like, remake a song, right? Because yeah. when, when in the 80s, the 50s were big. Yes. So, like, I was like, yeah, because we have perspective now. Like, everything is, like, old. Like, we hold on to, like, what was golden <sighs> to us. That's true. Those golden memories. Yeah. So, it just, I, I, uh, I well, yeah, you could choose not to see it, and you choose to see it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the great <laughs> thing about choice. <laughs> well, let's see. My high is not as awesome as the shamanic oh, art thing. No, but no it is a nice thing. My daughter finished her AA requirements this that's past. Great. Yeah, so she now is just cruising till she tra- well, she take lot cruising till she transfers, you know, to a university to to complete you know her bachelor mm-hmm. so that's exciting she's worked super hard and i'm just proud of her like she puts a lot of pressure on herself but i'm proud of just how hard she um forces herself to really study and and do her best and so yeah so that's that's a wonderful happy thing at least yeah for today totally happy today. yeah <laughs> um I would say my, and then we started with the high first, but <laughs> my, because I have it written down this way. Um, the low for me, uh, there wasn't actually, I mean, if I was just think of December, um, there wasn't any lows for me. But I'm always feeling like I'm teetering, tottering on mental health. <laughs> so mm. it's like, that's, I would say the low is like, just like kind of like the, not the threat of, but just monitoring it and i guess that's part of the high too like i'm able to like really tune in and just be like how are you feeling today and being more gentle with myself and more give myself more grace than i've ever had um but it's also something like 
that's knocking on your back door mm-hmm. like like anything could actually let it back in like uh when you're feeling a low mm-hmm. like you're feeling low um or agitated so i would say that would that that has been been in my front and back of my mind lately and i completely understand you and and i hope you know that i'm here for you i mean mm-hmm. you know going was going through that same journey and and mm-hmm. continue to to be healing so i'm 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 excited for you to begin that journey for yourself. And if you need anything, I'm here. You yeah, know? absolutely. And and I like, I appreciate the fact that you said healing because I don't think this is what I've gained this whole year of like my whole year was like releasing to heal. But um, my idea of healing or being healed is totally changed, evolved because I realized my mind because I'm such a goal-oriented person, I think heal, like, that's the outcome, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be healed. So, like, I'm like, why am I not healed? Like, why is this coming up? And I realize healing is is ongoing. Like, the work is never done. So mm-hmm. knowing that, then I can ease back because there's no deadline. Like, I'm like, I have a deadline. It's December 31st. I'm going to be healed by December 31st. Because yeah. I want to go into 2023. I'm going to be, like, this whole new person. But... I think it's like uh, it's the healing of anything, a plant, you know, it's like a, just shedding your 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 flowers or your leaves for the next new chapter. So, um, yeah, I appreciate you saying the healing is happening still for you because, I, yeah, I realize there's no end point. No. Constantly. And when we shouldn't, there is, there shouldn't no be finish an end line. point. There's there no isn't. Line. Because... You know, we have so much to learn and, and so much to grow. And and I'm glad it doesn't stop because then yeah. how boring would that be? You know, like life, it, the situations that come up force us to, to think in different ways and to, you know, will we react the way we did before? Mm-hmm. You know, so, yes, you're correct. We are constantly healing. Yeah, because I'm just like, I have goals. I'm like, okay, by this month, by this you know, just to set myself up for like, because if I don't, I feel like if I don't, then I won't do it. So, but when it comes to like this kind of thing, it is just a fluid thing. So like I'm doing the work and that's all, you, that's all you can really ask for. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're doing the work and I'm more self-aware. I've always been self-aware, but even more so now because yeah. it's just in a different way. And not a self-aware, like, beat myself up because now I did it wrong, you know? It's like, no, like, that's that's how we learn through the experiences that we have. It's like, it's, there's no end point where you're like, oh, you're perfectly, you know, in tuned and balanced and now you can, like, take over the world. It's like, or now you can be happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I think you need to find and choose moments uh, that you can find happiness, Um Agreed. Yeah, that's what I think. Agreed. And my low has to do with my other child and Mm -hmm. how, you know, I swear he's just skating by by the thread of, you know, (laughs) like the end of the year. It's like, son, we just, but this is, I guess, his thing in life. Yes. You're not the only one. I think I know some friends that are going through similar things. Hanging out like a sense. We, we, we've talked about it. But, yeah, so he's hanging by a thread, you know. 
but you know what? This is his life, and he's got to so- do the consequences, and all I can mm-hmm. do is give him, guide him, give him the tools. Can't make him do what he needs to do. He needs mm-hmm. to do it himself. So he's going to have to learn. Yes. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. It's it's hard, though. You it's know, so to, hard. Because I know, like, as parents, like... I could just imagine because I was I was a parent as well. And you just don't want you want them to have the best life that they could have. Like you want them to have the opportunities um, and you don't. It's not the fact that you want them to be perfect. It's just that you just want them to be able to have options, you know. Yes. And the work starts now. And uh, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, support it. It's it's a it's a fine line, right? Like with supporting and trying to guide them um yeah good luck with that i know (laughs) i didn't help you at all healing (laughs) i know healing keep healing healing. (laughs) like like i was telling a friend like you know because she was like i've been going i i've been going through a lot you know i got this i got that i got i got married i'm doing this course i'm selling a house i'm like dealing with mom issues and it's like i was like girl i wanted to validate that i was like you are going through a lot Mm -hmm. in fact you're growing through a lot. You're growing through all this stuff. So, like, give yourself a little grace and be like, I got, I did that. Yeah. I got through, I'm, I'm growing through that. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it's just part of the, you know, if you're a plant, you're just spotting part of that growth. Um, Let's not use plant metaphors. No, I yeah, I know. I, I did that on purpose because I wanted to trigger you. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I am. I'm triggered. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, for today's episode, we're going to talk about this uh, book that I came across. It's called This is Paradise, and they're all short stories by Christiana Kahakawila. And um, I'm going to read uh, what uh, it's a sort of about. Um, the author herself is a native Hawaiian. She's Hapa Hali. Um, she was raised in Southern California. She earned a master's in fine arts from the University of Michigan and a bachelor's degree in comparative literature from Princeton. Um, so this book of short stories, um, it's it's described as, and instead of me trying to come up with something new, I'm just going to read it. Um, elegant, brutal, and profound. This magnificent debut captures the grit and glory of modern Hawaii with a breath taking force and accuracy so uh she she acts all, all of the settings are different islands of hawaii um maui oahu Kauai, and the big island uh so and they're they're all different types of stories there i was trying to find some kind of um th- thread which i'm going to try to to connect it um uh, but there was a lot of things that came up um so the first thing I wanted to talk about was the romantic relationships in this uh, this book. Um, I'm gonna start that just because it's just easier okay. to like start and easy. I, and I have to say that I wish that I had finished it because it's it it is such the stories mm-hmm. and like it really made me think and it kind of made some of it made me sad, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was was hard for I didn't. 
expected to yeah, make they you feel were that like way. Happy stories. Well, there were some, but then there were some like I'm sorry, what, did you, they weren't. Happy? They weren't. Happy oh yeah, they stories. weren't. And that's what I was like. <laughs> I thought you said were. Um, it and that's what made it sometimes hard, like to get through. But it it compelled me, you know. And I just feel bad that I did not do the assignment and finish the book. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you, listeners, because. You know, I hate that I disappointed you, but again. Well, I finished it last <laughs> night. I was still reading it, um, but I've been reading it little by little. But I, I finished it last night, and I wasn't gonna finish it, like. But I realized, like, because you know how it's on Kindle, it tells yes. you like how many more minutes, or, and I was at seventy five percent. So I'm like, you're there. Just You're keep like, going. Yeah. Just keep going. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, some parts of the uh, the book. I don't okay. want to. Like give it away because I, I, I recommend that people read it. I think yes. I think it inspired me to tell my own stories yes. too. Like how can I tell my stories as a as a person who lived who born and raised in, in LA, and you know at a certain you know certain stories that you have that maybe these need to be talked about. Um, funny stories, bittersweet stories, whatever. Yeah. So how far did you get though? I, just so I know. Like, I probably got to. Uh, I think like what story did you end on? I ended on the rooster one. Okay, the one lay one. Yes, one lay. Yeah, one lay. Okay. Yeah. All right, just so I know. Okay. Uh okay. So that's good because that's where I kind of was like, let's start there with one lay. Okay. Because that's was like a sort of romantic relationship. Yes. And um let's see, let me go to that because I want to use the actual And I gotta remember not to do spoilers. <laughs> Yeah. So so it's about um a relationship of the Indian and he calls her Wan Lei or Wan Lee, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is her actual name? I can't remember. She's the she's the one it's from her point of view. And um and she she's like a she's a cockfighter trainer. Yes. Yeah. Which is fascinating yeah. to me. Which was kind of cool, actually, yes. because it's not like somebody like you've seen before in stories. Um, I really, I really, uh, I think she had some kind. Of, well, I, I related to her. I'm trying to look for her real name, but she's they call her one one lay or one Lee in this one. But um, I, I, I kind of connected her in the sense that she's very fiery mm-hmm. and uh, she. Uh, she wants revenge over like the other cockfighters because yes. she believes that you know that it was the cause of her dad's demise mm-hmm, or death. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was just kind of thinking about. I mean, aside from the romantic relations, I was just thinking about cockfighting. My grandfather um, raised cocks, and we grew up oh, with wow. them. And yeah, in Iaia, and so I, I, I always like associate that with like roosters, like. Uh, you know, getting up, getting up in the morning and hearing like the roosters, yeah, is like is like a, a happy memory for me. Just oh, wow. like waking up with roosters, yes. So, so yeah, and I thought the Indian was like really sweet, but I yes. just knew that there was it was gonna turn because he was just doing being so sweet to her. It you was know, gonna turn. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like I think I honestly, when I was reading it, I don't know that I. Well, I didn't like. Well, I can't, can't give away. I gotta watch mm-hmm. what I say because yeah. like, don't give away the ending. I know. Um, yeah, 
I I think I was I was su- surprised because he he was very loving and I I actually. I think I was surprised. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I was. Because I was like, I, there were so many warnings, so I, many red flags. I was surprised. I didn't think. I didn't think that it was gonna. That go he was there. gonna react the way. Yeah, I didn't think it was gonna go there, and I think. But she was lying to him. So not to say that. Not to say that that's justifiable. But you could, when someone catches you in a lie, you can't. They can't trust you anymore. Es- yeah, especially given if people tell you things that they don't like or they don't. You know, yeah. Don't trigger them, and then they trigger yeah, you in that way. Yeah, because he warned yes, her, yes, like, I don't yes. want you hanging out with them. Yes, and I don't like what it, how you, what you turn into. Yes, and his whole thing was like, your revenge is what's driving this whole thing. Yeah, like, and it's n- gonna end up no good, just like how your dad ended up. Like, mm-hmm. so he had justifiable things, but what kind of red flagged me was like he kept on warning her, and then she had to lie about it. Yes, so like you knew there was gonna be a consequence. So there was a point. There was a point in the story where you knew it was it was gonna go where it was. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I said, when I first was reading it, I was like, mm, you know, I don't. Uh, so that killed your whole romantic yeah, vibe. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, oh, he sounds hot. He sounds hot. I'm like, I know. Yeah, I was yeah, like, right. I was like reading this. I'm like, oh, Jade's like, oh, this is up Jade's alley. Yeah, he's very totally, romantic. Totally. They love each other. And he he's he very, worshipped her. He worshipped her. He's a strong guy. Like, you know, older man. Yes. So like I was like oh and then I read the ending. I was like, oh she's not, like, she not gonna like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Oops. But I bet you loved it. That's good. I did. I just I liked it. Like I could because I could like I could relate to her. Yes. Like, you're she has a goal. Yes. And it's driven by her emotions of like being. Like, she's not going to mourn her dad. She's going to get revenge. And that's I just I think, understood that. Like, And I wish that he understood her that I way. I think it's, it was a trigger for him. Because I felt like there was something about his past that he was trying to, like, True. not go back on. And, and they he, didn't talk about it, it much. Yeah, and I thought whatever was going to happen, because he cared about her so much that he would have to activate the rage. Because yeah. he was, like, a gentle guy. Right. Yes, he was. But he was like, "Don't do it." Yeah. And you'll just have to read the ending of what happened. Yeah, I. I so the uh, Indian. It's and funny because I, th- I think when I got to a certain point, I thought it was gonna be worse. I thought I thought it was gonna be worse yeah. than what you know. But I did. I thought it was yeah. worse than it was, but it was still bad. Like it like, was. Like if I agree. you saw it like in a movie, you're like, "Whoa." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I felt more for her, although mm-hmm. I did see that she played a part. Yeah, it, she did play a part in it. She so I was like, part. she not deserved it, but he warned her. And well, all I'll have to say is that he warned her and she did lie to yeah. him. That's true. So I could just imagine like when someone lies, it's like sometimes lying. So to some people like, OK, lying is lying. Like, OK, it's something you could forgive. Like there's a there was like a, a YouTube I was watching about or was it a podcast? Uh, I think it was a podcast. They're talking about like when you when people cheat on you, like that shouldn't be that doesn't have to be the deal breaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, this is coming from a man. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like because <laughs> when he's when the when the host said, "Okay, so what if it would t- well, the tables were turned and your wife had an affair or a relationship, a whole relationship with this person?" Could you, what would you do? And he says, "Well, I'm joking when I say, but not joking that I would have to kill everybody, oh including my. her." Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> so like, 
but do you see that's a double standard? That's saying, I right, like, you're supposed to forgive the guy. Yes. I know someone like that, too. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, you know, like, we, they're, they've been together for, like, 30-some mm-hmm. years. And he's like, oh, we have a, I can do whatever. Like, she could do, at first, it's, she could do whatever, as long as she, I don't know about it. But then he's yeah. like, another day, he's like, no, I'm going to have... I have to kill her. Like I, he, I'm like, dude, what the heck? Yeah. Like, and he was, and I was like, well, at least he's being honest, but, but he doesn't see. So anyway, he, I, I think like, like, uh, I think he just the perspective, the guys. I'm not saying all men, but like most, like I think most men would go crazy. Yeah, because it's a bruise to your ego. Mm-hmm. With women, I feel like it's just it is betrayal, but with the the wife that he was talking about, like it was just humiliating for her because he's a public person. And mm-hmm. then she was just like, and he goes, I get it. And it hurts me that I hurt my wife. But then yet, if she did the same thing to you, like, and he's just like, I got to kill everybody, including <laughs> her. I was just like, I know he's like figuratively speaking. Yeah. Cause he was like, I was kidding, but like the emotions behind it is real. Mm-hmm. And he just couldn't see it. It's like it's almost like it's like a right for men, like a like a patriarchal right that it's okay if you fuck up and mm-hmm. whatever have They're babies with them. You gotta forgive them. You have to forgive yeah. them because it wasn't because they didn't love you, right? Yeah, it was something else. Whatever that the excuse is. So, um, so anyway, going back to that, like we don't know like what that betrayal could have been to the Indian. He told her not to do it, and he she did it anyway. And because um, up to then they had a, it seemed like they had a really good relationship, a le- understanding relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you'll just have to read till the end to see what happens, um, what thing, what things um, happen. All right. Um, I know you didn't read the the other ones, but there is. I I highly recommend reading portrait of a good father um that one is really good and i felt like it was it was almost like watching a not a train wreck but i was just like the way uh the author described the father it was just like you you almost want i did i wanted to root for him and um so uh he has a family he has a daughter two sons and it's uh he does have an affair uh but it's like yeah you're like oh i wish they could just make it because it seems like he's a really good father yeah so um yeah you have to read that one that one was really compelling to me like oh my god i could totally see this as like a as a film like a whole movie so I hope they make they they should make some of these things. It's like a short what film. was it about it that compelled you, or is that giving it away? If you tell yeah, me. it oh, was okay. just because you like again like you wanted to root for him, just like the Indian, right? Yeah. Um, and you felt bad for his wife because you know he's having an affair. Yeah. But it's kind of like it it kind of uh, it tells like this whole tale of this family, like from when they were small kids to like they're the the one that's kind of like has the point of view um, until she gets older. So, and then just like how it's handled. And, but again, it's very like, I don't know, like accepting almost like, you know, like those patriarchal ways of it's, it's okay because they're the man, they're the man, like they can't help it. 
And that's why I was compelled to it because I was like, mm. wow, you know, just the psycho- psychologically psychology behind it. I'm just like right because women are shamed. Like if it's a if it's the woman, the we woman have shamed, to deal with it. Yeah, like, we yeah. should we should be scarlet strong letter, enough. Scarlet letter of like we should just deal with it. Like that's the least of your problems. Like mm-hmm. the, this man is probably taking care of you, or whatever the heck. But I didn't get that feeling like he was the breadwinner. So that's why it was just interesting, like just how he felt about his wife and 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 his extramarital affair like wow it that's why i just kept on reading on that wow one. okay so portrait of a good father i think was really good okay. um um let's see i wanted to go uh back to talking about you know the first story which is called this is paradise was um yes. i felt like it said a lot about hawaii and the people that live there and you know, uh, it's about it's set in like Waikiki mm-hmm. and the people that work there, mm-hmm. and they had like different groups of people, like you know, like these. I felt like the older auntie kind of you know vibe, and then yeah. the younger kids, like the younger, like the twenty year olds or something like that, and how they see what they see in Waikiki and how tourism. Yes, tourism. Yeah, yeah, so I wanted to know about like what did you think about how she portrayed, you know, the whole tourism thing in in that, that story. And that's the thing. Like I when I read it I was like, wow, cuz I've heard this not only in this story, but I've heard it from you see clips of people talking about Hawaii, you know, TikToks or whatever and they're saying how they're really upset. Like they're really frustrated with people who come and who Take advantage of the land who don't respect it. Who it's don't the respecting. Respect, yes. Yeah. The disrespect that and they the ex- come. And the expectation that you just have to, we, the, we meaning the the people that work there and the people that live there, uh, have to be so hospitable. Because yes. that's kind of like the stereotypical, like, oh, Hawaiian people are so, you know, humble and hospitable. But it's like, but they're people. They yes. live there, you know. I, I heard uh, or I, I saw either on a YouTube or I read um, that in Waikiki when they had the shutdown. Yeah. You know, well, first of all, like the fish flourish, like they 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 kind of like, you know, uh, the waters became cleaner. Yeah. And then people that actually live nearby could actually go to the beach. Wow. Because it's always crowded with tourists. So they were actually able to enjoy themselves in on on a non-crowded beach um that's always riddled with like you know and with her tourists like we stayed in Waikiki for my my grandmother's uh funeral which was a different it was a different like perspective mm-hmm. um i mean it was you know nice to be where like everything's walking distance whatever but like i never even really went to the beach like we went but then it started raining I just felt crowded, you know, like I was just like, so this is what it, like, it's like. Yeah. And it's exactly how they, how it's described in the book, you know, like, like, you know, walking around in your bikini and you're, you know, like you're, you're sarong or you're yeah. whatever. It's like, uh, you know, uh, that's like the norm because you're on vacation. Yeah. Or even the way that people treat the, like the hotel staff, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, kind of like that they, they just like, entitled, you know, yes. like entitled for entitled. Like, like I paid, shit like I paid mess. for this. Yeah, I paid for this. So this is yeah. what um, this is what it, what I paid for. Right. To be served. But like, I guess what the message was 
to me was that, you know, you go on this island and then you're, yeah, that's you pay a lot of money and stuff like that. But, you know, also it's not for you to come over and just poo-poo on the yeah. place and then go home. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot to that. Like I would yeah. respect somebody if they were just being very like, you know, uh, I don't know. Like how, how could you be a tourist? That was another thing. How can you be a tourist? How, and that's when one of the things that I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast, like how can you, how to be a tourist in Hawaii? Like mm, how do yes. you do that? And, and, uh, you know, I think one of the things is, you know, to really respect people and not, yes. it, not be, don't be yourself on the islands, yeah. like be better. Yeah. Um, respect the culture, respect, respect the, the culture. Don't expect. And, and mm. you know what? People are people like, don't they expect them to kiss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have bad days. It's like they're struggling. They're I don't struggling. feel like people that are tur- tourists in um, L.A. that I have to to cater to them mm-hmm. or even, you know, I don't I don't even give them two thoughts. Yeah, I don't even like around, good for you. Yeah. You're get to go to Disneyland. Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know. I, I just think about that. And, you know, me and Johnny have like Johnny's dream is to live in Hawaii and I more and more like the messages I'm getting is like, no. Wow. I, I feel like <clears throat> there's a lot of problems that create that are created. I don't want to be part of the problem. Yeah. I'd rather be part of the solution that, you know, there's a lot of um, homelessness and unhoused people. Mm. There's a lot of people that have more than one job to live. Yes. It's three, hard to four. retire there unless you have a family that takes care of you. Um, and like, how dare I take any piece of the land saying yeah. that I'm from the mainland and like, and even saying the mainland doesn't, doesn't sit right with me like we're the main land yeah like we're the most important but it's like coming from california and being like i can afford this yeah i have a whole i have a house here and i'm gonna just take up space here i'm not gonna be here full time but i'm gonna take up space here and i just feel like bad about it um my husband doesn't feel the same way he's just like i want to live there and i just feel like if you're gonna have i was like I just feel like you need to help the community and be humble. Like they have places where you like help like plant taro and harvest them and, you know, like give, give to the community and have respect for the land because the land was stolen. And, yes. And, uh, I don't want to be part of that because, uh, but then also I think, you know, two, two properties and two property taxes. No, I don't think so. Right. I'm not doing that. Like, I would rather visit my family mm-hmm. and then if I really wanted to help out, help out, like be involved, get to know the community. Yeah. They know you like, you know, I just I just really it just really I thought it was interesting how they showed those groups of people witnessing uh, again, not giving it away, but mm-hmm. witnessing the tourism and like, yes, uh, the, it centers on this girl. um Oh, actually, like a couple of, you know, quote unquote, howlies, right? Yes. And then, and um, they're trying to not be nice, but, you know, like, again, it kind of triggered things too, like violence against women, yes. right? Like, we can, we can never go by ourselves anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? No. It's like violence follows you everywhere. Um, As a woman, this is true, no matter where you go. Yeah. And, you know, the, the ladies, it, I felt that they had compassion still. They did. And I think that's, you know, that's, I think most, most people do like, uh, have like, I guess, compassion for, I think, 
Um, you know, we have to look out for each other. Like nobody looks out for us as yeah. women. Nobody looks out for us. We have to, as women, we need to look out for each other. You know, make mm-hmm. sure we get home safe. Make sure we're watching. You know, if we go to a club or we go anywhere, make sure, you know, if they don't look right, take them home or make sure they get home safe. You know, don't just assume that they're getting home. However, you put them in a cat, like take them, you know, watch who's around them. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Like we have to watch each other because if we don't, I mean, no one else, no one else gives a shit about us really, you know, we have to support each other, you know? Yeah. Lip- so I, I thought that was real. Like, I, you know, women do, they noticed that there's two groups of women. Um, they noticed that girl, you know, and they knew about the girl, um, and the girl, the tourist that I'm talking about. And um, it was just interesting. And it was a real way of, like, addressing it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I knew... That's a that's a cool thing that I like about how she was writing was that there was no clean, like, like ending. It just kind of left it the way it was. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So one more thing that I wanted to bring up was there was a lot of father father and daughter and father and son relationships that were highlighted. Okay, so the last story, which I just finished it last night, um, the old Paniolo, let me say it right, the old Paniolo way, which is basically like, like horse, horse mm-hmm. rancher, like cowboy, whatever. Um, so on, uh, this is centers around a, a family um, uh, that raised horses Um Harrison's the father figure or the father and he's dying mm-hmm. and he has two kids. He has two older kids, like uh, um, a daughter named Miley and um, a uh, a son named uh, Peely. And so they're taking care of the dad and he's in hospice. And so um, the other thing that I was impressed with was the way she did dialogue in the stories um, they she really got that pigeon English like down to the point I think that if you didn't know pigeon English I think that you kind of <laughs> guess kind of guess but they should do like a total audio version of this for <laughs> yeah. people that because I think it would be kind of hard unless you were saying it out loud to kind of get the, yes. the feeling of it yes. um, that's the only thing I would that I would say that was like I wanted more like somebody to read it for somebody that wasn't didn't know but this was you know i feel like the audience for this is was probably local people because um there's no like glossary there's no (laughs) there's no (laughs) notes of what are they talking about um but you know i i understood what they're talking about because it's there's their common words that you hear that you've heard so though the whole thing is you know they 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 raise these horses the dad harrison is dying and he he reminded me of an uncle that you know because just the way he's very like he's very he's kind of a smart ass and uh he's very joking all the time and um it's like your role i guess i kind of it touched me because it was like the role of uh you know some like a daughter or a son and knowing that your father is dying and how they deal with it and the things that you want to say that that is unsaid i will i will say that uh, without giving it away but um you know i i related to the sister miley because she's older and she she 
just does what she has to do, like do the right thing, like the responsible one. And the son, Pili, he lives on the mainland. He lives in San Francisco. Um, I think he was gone for like maybe 11 years or oh, something wow. like so that. She's been, she's there taking, she's care been there, yeah. take, you know, taking care of the ranch. And so he's, he comes sometimes. So you'll find out why. Um, and it's very touching. And the way she edited it, I think it was perfect. Again, she has a good way of ending things that it's the end, but it is what it is. There's no like bow on top, right? It's, uh, I, I like, I can appreciate that. And again, this would be a great, I think this would be a great movie as well. Oh, so okay. People that are looking for good movies about, you know, modern Hawaii, like not just like, I don't know, the, Hawaii being the, the backdrop, uh, you know, the exoticism and, mm. you know, it's like, yeah, we've seen that before. Like, you know, like, it's fine. Like, I just watched the ticket, Ticket to Paradise, the George Clooney and Julie Roberts. Oh, it, how was it? It's set in Bali, okay. I think. I think. But it was giving me those vibes, like, you know, like, it just, it was, it was okay. Like, my husband loves romantic comedies. Um, so this was up his alley. Um, and uh, it's just the backdrop, though are the people, you know, yeah. like the island people are the backdrop and it's like beautiful. And then you have these wacky, these wacky howlies, you know, like trying to like cause mess, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I, it, it was all right, you know, but I, I just think of that. Like, I think Hawaii is always used as a backdrop for the centering of the white centeredness of like, how do white people deal with being on in paradise? You know, <laughs> it's like, <gasps> And they're the background. They're the they're the hotel people, oh. the bellhops, the 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 auntie or whatever yeah. that's making lays on the side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's Props yes, to the white that's people. true, Props but white. not really. <laughs> like, no, my family. They you know some some family members work hard. They have more than more than you know one job. Um, it's hard. It's hard to retire on the island unless you have a lot of money. Like, or else you're just going to keep working. Or if you have a lot of a big family that can take care of you. Yeah. Like, that's very uh, fortunate if you do. But that means that your your family has to be well off as well to take care of the elders, you know? So um, I recommend that that you finish it. Um, at, least yes, those, at least those ones that I said. Um, um, Portrait of a Good Father. And the old Paniolo way, those were the the ones I felt like those could be movies. What did you think of our discussion about the book, This is Paradise? If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate us so we can receive more visibility and grow our audience. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message on the Anchor app. You can also leave a comment on our social media pages like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for The Coconut Connection. Our handles are in the show's notes. Or email us at coconutconnection, the number two, at gmail.com. I you feel motivated to finish, to finish it. Okay. No, I definitely, I I definitely want to finish it. It's an easy it. read. No, and that's coming from a non-reader. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> It was easy no, read. It was. It's. It's actually the Kindle is next to my pillow, uh-huh. I, and I have it because I'm like, okay, I read it. But like I said, like I, 
the season, you know, and everything. So there's just so many things took my attention and time away from like reading. But it is a book that I do want to finish. Like, I'm not going to lie. That's not BS. Like, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we should, you know, support, you know, writers that are not of the that are not centered in whiteness. Like, like these are stories that we all have to hear. And and I love nobody wants to hear like from Hawaii. Yeah. You know. Nobody wants, like, the romanticism mm-hmm. and uh, exoticism of Hawaii. Like, I think, you know, especially if you're a vacation or a tourist, mm-hmm. like, you only see it one way. Um, But it's like, but these, they're people, too, that are living on the island, and you have nowhere to go. Yeah. Right? Like, you can't just, like, I can move in L.A., like, I can move to the burbs that are a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. you know? It's like you have nowhere to go. It's like the, this is an island, you know. Um, so I think people need to calm down and to to be to humble themselves, not just be like I'm coming over here so I can just cause, like I can trash uh, an island that I don't live on. Like yeah. I just don't like that. If it says don't go there, then don't go there. Yeah. Like there's so many accidents that happen, and it's like duh, you know. Like it says not to go there. That or this is sacred ground. Like don't fuck with it you know it yeah. just pisses me off you know and can i interject something mm-hmm. really quick is um a co-worker at work was telling me you know when i hear people talk about how when they she was talking about how she visited hawaii and she loved it blah 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 but she went recently or like a couple years ago and she was like i just hated it it was so crowded and it wasn't like and i knew what she was saying and it made mm-hmm. me sad because it's like people think like like it's supposed to be this island paradise where everybody's happy all the time and right. nobody has like a real life or they don't see the suffering that these people are going through that we've as tourists you know have caused you know and it's sad that they cannot they are dependent on tourism it's like a love hate relationship mm-hmm. right and and they didn't ca- like let's be honest they didn't cause this it's mm-hmm. not like hawaii wanted to be a tourist place like it was taken from them uh it was stolen mm-hmm. from them um and you created a, a problem that 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 if like you created a problem that they do they are dependent on exports yes. and imports you know what i mean like that's a problem that you know other people created and like humble yourself yeah. to know that people are people and they don't owe you anything mm-hmm. um i know a lot of filipinos work there they they're the ones in the hotel rooms mm-hmm. too like they come from the philippines and you know again they just want to be able to live and maybe send some money home uh, mm-hmm. like um like i said the unhoused problem is there you know uh and oh i had a friend that was like complaining like how expensive it was it's like yeah 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 i know exactly you know what i mean like I think <laughs> like yeah um and then because you you know you take your mainlander ways there mm-hmm. and then you're like how come it's not like this and how come it's not like that it's like you you decided to come here yeah. and you know like yeah you need a lot of money you need a lot of yeah. money to have a good time there um so it's like yeah maybe it's not for you like yeah. you know so i mean <laughs> To the point where it's like, ah, I don't like to go to the beach. Like, so what? You know, this is an island, right? <laughs> yeah, you just get dirty, you know, with all the sand. It just pisses me off. I'm like, yeah, either you went with the wrong people because I would love to go to the beach every single day. Um, and 
It's just sand. It's not. It's not dirt. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like, you're not rolling in the forest of mud. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't go to Hawaii next yeah. time because yeah. it is. It's perspective, right? Like it's like you have to humble yourself yeah. and respect the land because the land is is being trashed, disrespected. Mm-hmm. Right now, the water is being contaminated by the military mm-hmm. who decided to. Uh, store all this fuel underground. Didn't tell anybody. That's why Pellet's mad. People, Pellet's yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. She, she's telling you guys. You yeah, know. and it's like, don't be mad. Like, oh, you know, like, like I don't know. I, I just, I have a lot I of, agree I have a lot of passion and, and feelings behind it. And I'm, this, I'm not even Native Hawaiian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I just respect it because it's like, at least help the people yeah. that's there. Like, let them have a, a good life. Yeah, you know, um, well, and tip them if you can. You know yes. what I mean? Like, don't complain. Like, you shouldn't be spending time in your hotel room anyway. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, be out there, and with your fucking bikini wearing ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes. Yeah. Stay oh, humble, episode. people. Stay <laughs> humble. <laughs> Cover your ass. <laughs> we don't want to see all that things hanging out. Thank you for listening to our podcast, The Coconut Connection. I'm Jade. And I'm G. Until next time, try smize. No stink eye. Stay woke, not broke. Peace.